Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to the hard seat, not the hot seat, the hard seat. This I know. Do you want a pillow? So I can get you a pillow. I always forget I want a different chair until I get down here. And I'm like, <laughs> I want a different chair. Like, get yourself a different chair. Get I know, yourself I a pillow. To. There, It's are not the pillow. It's not the pillow. Options. We what really should be sitting on a couch. Mm. I loved recording at Worthful Media. I yeah. loved recording there. We got to do it again. Yeah, we should. We'll work on it. I'm but. sorry. I don't have a comfy couch. That's all right. What do you do? I mean, life's Sit not on perfect. a hard chair. Yeah, life's not perfect. But get with it, lifetime. These chairs are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you survived 2023. No big deal. Obviously, yeah. Here we are. Yeah. You did too. Good job. By the skin of my teeth, actually by the hair of my chin. Like it was, (laughs) it was a close one. It really was. Hair on your chin. Your chin is. That's because I shaved this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Looks great. Uh, You barely survived. You really think so? Um, was it that hard? Yeah. The month of December was just an absolute doozy. It was the yeah. worst. And someone today, they were like, how are your holidays? And, you know, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, it was fine. It was fine. And I said, we were a little sick, but we're fine now. And she's like, oh, but you got better for Christmas. And I looked at her, I was like, no, we did it. She's like, you didn't? I'm like, do you think I can just like snap my fingers? Like it's Christmas morning, y'all time to feel better. Like, <laughs> But when people ask you, how are your holidays? Don't you kind of want to look at them and be like, awful. Yeah, I they're do. So awful. I'm so I glad do. they're done. But so I don't, glad. But like, it's like when someone said, when you say something, how you doing? And you're like, not yeah. great. And it's like, yeah. oh man, that's, that's that. Can we just get the generic answer? So right. yeah. Anyways, and it's, you're good about that. Yeah. But, it's oh. fine. We've, we've picked ourselves up by our Riches mm-hmm. is that the phrase, and we're moving on. Yeah, all your Christmas is put away. It is all put away. I mean, do I have a dry garland hanging over my front door? Yes, but I feel like it's still a little wintry. Yeah, so I'm gonna let it sit until it's like falling on people's heads when they come through my front door. Well, it's snowing outside, and that kind of gives everyone a free pass to not touch totally. anything outside. Totally, this weather, like I think that also adds to the. Uh, the moodiness of mm. the past few weeks. Like mm-hmm. it's been really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on the weirdness? It feels like we're living in a horror movie. Like the yeah. one, the fog, you know, where it can eat people. Yes. This one just eats your lungs. Yeah. It's just haze. It's yucky and cloudy totally. and gloomy and it's not doing anything outside till today. Today yeah. we woke up this morning. How exciting was that to wake up to mm-hmm. actual snow? It's January. We should have woken up to yeah. snow two months ago, but yeah, powdered sugar snow. Yeah. It's not very much, but no. we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I had a so I've been watching The Crown as I fold laundry. Right, I'm, mm-hmm. I know it's like old news. Everyone else is watching it. I know, guys. Um, but there's one episode where they talk about um, the air quality in London in. I don't even know the year. I'm so embarrassed. But Churchill was the prime minister. Oh, I was going to say, wait, who, who's in charge right now? Okay. Churchill. Yeah. And um, the smog, it was like an inversion type thing. But because of the industrial, because the industrial revolution, mm-hmm. that time period, mm-hmm. the smog was so bad, you could not see a foot in front of you. Like it was Ew. so bad. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a lot of people, a lot of pedestrians, a lot of buses, like there was, they said stop driving, but people still drove and there were lots of deaths because of like lung issues, but also because people were crossing the street and cars would hit them. Like it was just this episode that I kept thinking, holy smokes, how on earth did this happen? I kid you not, Megan. Two weeks later, I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, 
I cannot see to the end of the driveway. Do you remember there was yeah. one specific yeah, day driving to day school? It was so And I awful. thought to myself, it's like Industrial Revolution London. <laughs> I was like, we're going back in time. It was really spooky. But anyways, hopefully with the little powder sugar we had today, yeah. we see the blue sky sometime soon. And I don't, I don't think people we're get vitamin see D. The sun for a while. It's You're supposed kidding. to snow, legitimately snow oh. for the next four or five days, like oh. three to five inches one day. Oh, yeah, real snow. Okay, well, I'm okay with that. I, I'll take it as long as it's not smog. As long as right. we're not in London, Industrial Revolution, London, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Okay, so enough about me. Enough about Mother Nature. How are you? Fine. Okay. That was very generic. <laughs> Great. Do you know, I've never been happier to put my Christmas stuff away mm. this year because December, same as you, was just long and a slog. Mm-hmm. I was never so happy to put that Christmas tree away, to say goodbye holidays yeah. and to put my living room back in order was just really a treat. Yeah, I like it. I like moving on. I like mm-hmm. the new year. One kid is in school. And mm. the other three are getting there soon. So yep. everything is good. Yeah. Life is about to resume full force, which mm. is fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So we're wrapping up 2023 with today's episode and moving on to bigger and better things. It's been uh, really fun to revisit an episode we did last year that was titled, Glad We Did, Wish We Had, Looking Forward To. Mm-hmm. And it was such a hit, we thought we should probably do it again this year because we like a good introspective conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We asked our listeners for their thoughts and feelings. It was very inspiring Mm -hmm. to get these submissions during this first week of 2024 and to hear how everyone is feeling about this year. Mm -hmm. We were not alone that 2023 felt like a slog. Mm -hmm. So let's uh, reflect a little bit, but then just get really excited about what's to come. Mm -hmm. And we love cheering on all of our listeners as they set expectations and plan in anticipation of so many good things to come. Starting at the top, we asked the listeners, What are you glad you did this past year? Megan, let's start with you, our host. What are you glad you did in 2023? Thank you, Amanda, the other host. My pleasure. (laughs) During 2023, I have narrowed it down to I'm glad that I stepped out of my comfort zone. Hmm. Last year was a stretch year. There was a lot of growth emotionally, mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, a lot of breakdowns, Mm -hmm. but growth comes from those. That comes naturally. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm glad that I did things I'm not sure I would have done otherwise. Can you give us some examples, you know, as, Mm. as your co-host, it is my job to pry a little bit. (laughs) Give us some examples of opportunities you had to stretch yourself and go out of your comfort zone. Physically, I biked 150-ish miles Mm -hmm. across England, Mm -hmm. and that was nowhere on my radar Mm -hmm. before last November, December. Before last January. We actually had our biking meet bike meeting in January. Did it was we? the new year and I came to all of you and I said I would really I really think we should do this. It was ah, January, so okay. about a year ago. That was crazy. Considering I'd never really been on much of a road bike before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then knowing we'd go to another country and ride on like all of it. All of it just felt big and crazy and wild and outside of my comfort zone. But it was so fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that I did that. Mhm. 
But there was a lot of physical glad last Mm -hmm. year. Glad Mm -hmm. that I worked hard on running and Mm -hmm. hit some big goals there. Mm -hmm. Glad that I had opportunities to get involved with the kids' school. Mm -hmm. That has very much pushed me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Very far. Immensely far off a cliff. (laughs) Far. (laughs) We're holding on to you by your sweatshirt. (laughs) Don't worry. We got you. You're going to be okay. Basically, that's what it feels like. But it's good. It's all good. Good things have come from it. Yeah, totally. I think that's really well said. I can appreciate all of that. Thank you. Now, Amanda, Mm -hmm. what are you glad you did in 2023? Mine's similar to yours, and it sounds cliche, but... It is not a natural thing for me to plan a 10-day trip out of the country Mm. and feel not guilty about taking it. Yeah, There's a reason why my husband has surprised me with international trips because I will always find a reason not to go like, oh, the kids have a lot going on or I don't want to pay babysitter or I don't want to ask my parents or it's not a, an easy season season right. for us to travel. Yeah, And so I am glad that we did that trip and that we all kind of pushed each other into it because I think I would have talked myself out of it. Mm-hmm. The biking was also out of my element. I've never been on a road bike. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of went into it still blind. Like we had planned a lot, but I also was like, well, I'm just going to see how this goes. Yeah. But I'm really glad we did. It gave me a lot of confidence that we can do it again and that like me as a person can adapt quickly if I need to. Yeah. Right? Like I'm pretty good at pivoting as a parent, but personally, I didn't know that I could just like get on a bike and go. Right. So it felt good to accomplish something that I never assumed I would do. Well, what was cool about that trip in particular was it was really hard, Mm. but it was kind of neat to see how we each dealt with hard. Totally. And luckily we all can kind of hold it together. Yes, we can. And find the silver lining and the hard, like none of us had actual breakdowns that I'm aware of. Like That's a really good point. It was kind of cool to see we can do hard things. We always tell our kids, Mm -hmm. you can do hard things. Mm. But I think rarely do we have the opportunity to also do the really hard things that don't involve parenting. Mm -hmm. Like parenting is hard, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of other hard things we could be doing. And often as as humans, I feel like we don't voluntarily take on hard things. Mm -hmm. And it (laughs) it probably... Probably is good that none of us had like looked at the incline map that seriously <laughs> or like knew what we were getting into. Yeah. Because there were multiple times where all of us were cursing under our breath. Sorry. No. Three out of the four of yeah, us. Your yeah, husband was yeah, fine. Yeah. But three out of the four of us were like cursing under our breath. Yes. And in the moment it wasn't fun, but after we, every single night we were like, I'm so proud of us for doing that. Yeah. So you're right. I think it proved to the four of us, like, we could be on the amazing race and we'd probably be fine. There's always that person that has a huge meltdown and none of us did. No. None of us did. Not yet. My husband maybe did internally, <laughs> but he sure held it well. He sure hit it well. Yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think he did. No, so I'm anyways, also grateful good. for a lack of preparation of knowing mm. exactly what was coming mm. because then we got to stop in really pretty places mm-hmm. to see the view. Eat cookies. <laughs> And to see the view, to eat more. Look at the next hill. (laughs) Yay. My quads are going to be so toned by the time I get down. I'm so glad that you offered to help that English man fix his stone wall. (laughs) That was my favorite. That was my my favorite glad. I'm so glad I got to watch that English man look at you like you were just a crazy person. (laughs) <laughs> have, we, have we told the listeners that story? No. That is the weirdest thing I've ever done in my life. Well, <laughs> not really. Hilarious. It's totally 
part of my character. It absolutely it is. Absolutely it was very on brand. But for we you. were going, we were like coming down through this like sheep's meadow. And you know, there's like rock walls all over England. Yeah. Like everywhere old, there's a rock. Old yeah, rock. Totally. Walls. And then we like get to the end of this hill and this guy, how old is he? Like 70s? No, like 60s, I don't know. Yeah, 60s, 70s. Sure. He's like looking at this wall that has fallen down, this rock wall. It has like crumbled, right? Yeah. So we all start going by and, you know, like any good Samaritan does, I said, would you like us to help you with your wall? <laughs> and all three of us are looking at you like, what? Well, <laughs> We're all looking at the yeah, man going, yeah. Yeah. And do you know what? The man looked at me and I knew exactly what he's like. No, I got it. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, no, I got it. Like, you dummy. Like, he really did look at us like me. Sorry. He looked at me like, you are an incapable. Like, you literally rolled here from America. You don't even know how to build a wall. Like, the he, fact that you're standing yes. there offering to help me yes. tells me that you cannot help me build absolutely, this wall. <laughs> absolutely. I felt really dumb. But also, I was like, you know what? I can't help myself. Service is my love language. Yeah. So I can't help it. You you stayed true to that. You did yeah. a wonderful job. Yeah. Way to serve. I am in 2023. Who I am, wherever I go, Megan. <laughs> for better and for worse. Okay. So, moving on from okay. Amanda, let's get into the listeners. All right. So a lot of listeners had some good reports as well for their 2020, 2020, 2020, 2023 year. One listener was glad that they embraced the Swifty phenomenon through their nine-year-old daughter's eyes. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to know more about this. Did he say anything else? Because that's really cool. No, that was it. Dad of the year, though, because how many parenting experts encourage parents to take an interest in their child's interests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. I don't think we'll be disappointed in the time we spend learning about and investing in our children's interests. I already know way more about Minecraft than I ever thought possible. Mm -hmm. And I have zero regrets about that. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this dad definitely gets dad of the year. That's awesome. Totally. That is, it, I think it takes a lot of humility because, you know, as a parent, you kind of want to be like, no, I'm not going to participate in that. Yeah. But to sit down and like really give your child time and things that interest them, that takes some humility. That's impressive. Wow, I'm wow. Yeah, I'm gonna message him and see which album is his favorite. That's very good. Very, very good. All right. Another listener was glad that they had a baby. Huzzah! Mazel tov. Cheers. Felicitaciones. Bon anniversaire. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> the baby was born. It's basically <laughs> the anniversary. <laughs> so how do you say happy birthday? And how do you say happy birthday? How do you say happy birthday in French? How do you say happy birthday? Oh, bon anniversaire. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. That's very similar. Yeah. Bon yeah. anniversaire. Look Happy birthday. You. That's so cute. Because yeah. it's the anniversary of your birth. Congratulations. That's so cool. Honestly. Oh my gosh. I just love babies. I can't even say <laughs> That's so cool. That really is a highlight of the year. Bring, bring your baby cool. and Amanda will snuggle them. I'll kiss it on the forehead like the Pope does. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> One listener was glad they took a family vacation. Cool. I wonder where they went. Um... Uh, don't know. Actually, actually, there is one listener that I know that took their family on a cruise, I think, mm. to Italy. Mm, Italy? I'm not remembering. So maybe it's oh, this listener. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But see, I okay, we're not there yet, but one of my wish I had was take my family, my my like whole family on a big trip somewhere. So that's really cool that they prioritized it and they got mm. it done. Most families do that. 
but I'm not quite there yet. My two little well, ones are I was so going to say, what's going to get you there? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Answer that question. I need him to grow up a little more, frankly. Like, really? Yeah, I do. Hmm. My four-year-old is like can hang, but still has a really hard time hanging with it. Yeah. For example, like if he doesn't take a nap, by six o'clock, he really is a nightmare. Hmm. Whereas my two-year-old, if she doesn't take a nap, she can hang like yeah. she can she can plow through you just know, she just doesn't have as much energy but she's at least happy right so there's just little things that i'm like oh man i really want to get that in order before we like take you somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> where you could embarrass me like a plane <laughs> like an airplane yeah i was surprised when we went to panama and the dominican republic not this past summer mm-hmm. but the summer before so my youngest was 3 mm-hmm. everyone traveled way better than I thought they would. And I think because I had the lowest of the low expectations possible, I was pleasantly surprised everywhere we went. Mm. Everyone just was able to hang. And everything was so novel and new that there was very little fighting or, you know, behavioral issues. Kind of like the first time we went to Disney World, everyone was best friends. They loved Mm. each other. There was no fighting. It was all new and novel and magical. But then like the next two times we went to Disneyland, it's kind of digressed every time we've gone because the magic wears off a little bit, you know? Maybe it's time for you guys to take a break from Disney. Maybe your kids are getting old enough that it's like, we need a break from Disney for a while. I love that. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. I know that a lot of listeners are not going to agree, but you can age out of Disney. Hmm. And it is okay to take other vacations outside of Disney. Yeah. It's just a different type of fun. Yeah, for In sure. In fact, it might be more fun depending yeah. on your kid's age. So Yeah, well, it's probably going to cost less. Taking our kids oh. to Paris would cost less than oh Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. Jeez Louise. Anyway, That's well, true. I hope this listener went somewhere warm and tropical because that sounds delightful right now. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, the next listener said, spent time with the grandkids. They're glad they spent time with the grandkids. Oh, that's a selfless grandparent. That's very good. I mean, I guess everyone says grandparents are like, that's the best season of life, right? Yeah. That's the most fun part of parenting is you get to be with the grandkids and take them back. Yeah. So. Yeah, it seems like that's a top item of business for most grandparents. We support it. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's very good. Keep it up. I hope it's in the form of babysitting. Because boy, do I appreciate a free grandma babysitter. <laughs> no They're the best. Oh, Amen. Thank you. Best babysitters ever. Thank you, grandmother. Okay, this next one, this next listener says, they are glad they finished school. Huge accomplishment. Way to go. It really is exciting. Yeah. I don't know why, but I think finish, I think graduating school, college in particular, high school, yes, but college in particular is always a really, really cool thing to celebrate. Mm. Um, I was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about the percentage of people that actually graduate fall semester. Most people tend to walk in the spring, right? right? But they were saying there's actually a really good chunk of kids that graduate fall semester and how we need to do a better job at congratulating and celebrating them because they 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 often for because the holidays choose not to walk in a great ceremony like a big ceremony right but they have opportunities to and so they are saying you know if you have people that graduate in the fall semester make sure you celebrate them just as loud as the people in spring and Mm. i thought it was a really interesting like radio episode that's a good reminder yeah very Mm. cool okay oh 
You read this next one because it's true to our hearts. Okay. Finally, another listener said they are glad that they got back into running. Mm -hmm. They said it's a slow start, but improving each week and loving it again. This is really cool because personally, I find it intimidating to get back into something. Even being sick for like two weeks, getting back on the treadmill or like putting my running shoes on, I was like, I'm an imposter. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? Like, it takes a lot of, it kind of takes a lot of like endurance to be like, okay, I'm going to get at it. Emotional and mental endurance. Totally. And I'm going to be slow, but I'm going to just have to get through it. You know, I think that's really cool. Really cool. Keep going. Keep at it, my friend. As for things we wish we had done. In 2023, Amanda. Yes. You wrote that... You wish you and your husband had gone on more dates. Mm. So I'm curious, how did that manifest itself? Mm-hmm. Give us a little report. How, how did that work for you? Mm. Interesting. Uh, does it count that we went to England for 10 days? I was about to throw that your way. Because Give you credit for it. So yeah. Perhaps. I'm going to say that we did a little bit better than years previous because... Um, our oldest daughter is a little bit older, mm-hmm. so we um, got a little more comfortable, like putting down the kids, and then when they were all asleep, like coming over here to play a game or something, like right. It, but like marginally better, <laughs> <laughs> like not a lot, not a yeah. lot, just because it's just not easy. Right. Now we have more sports and, but that's a poor excuse. Like I can hear the people in my life right now going, that's a poor excuse, Amanda. I go out with my husband every Friday. That's fantastic. But it doesn't, it, that's not as easy for us. You can't compare. No. Listeners can't compare. You can't compare yourself. I'm frankly proud of you guys because you've seen multiple movies lately. <laughs> We got in all of our dates last week. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All of December. And December was a rough month. And the fact that you still made time and got out together as a couple, way to go. I think you did a great job working on that this year. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, your turn. I, I did not do some research, but what <laughs> you did know me, you, I love. Yeah, what did you and what did you say last year? What did you want to work on? Okay, so I wanted to, I wished that I had spent more one-on-one time with each of my kids. Mm. And even though I didn't have weekly dates or a specific time set aside with each one of them this past year, you know, a lot of people do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have a date with each of my kids. They're yeah. like, I, we same yeah. as your schedule. Our schedule is insane and unpredictable. My husband's yeah. work hours are all over the place. So totally. I can't set aside time. But whenever I saw a one-on-one opportunity present itself, Mm -hmm. I embraced it. Cool. Instead of like, oh, I only have one kid so I can tune out and they can tune out and we can just all tune out together. Like I would try to start some conversations or, you know, dig a little deeper for any information, anything for anything. But the time in the car that I spent with just one kid this year was probably my favorite. And that's getting Mm -hmm. to be my favorite with all my kids, Mm -hmm. except my youngest. But it's time in the car with her is actually awful. Like she can't sit and have a conversation. That's the point. It's like she can't sit yet and be like, tell me about your day. I'm like, well, poopy diaper. It's like, okay, but the, I don't want to talk to you when that's all you talk about, right? So right. that's what I mean. Like, it's not, I'm waiting for the season where I can be like, I actually really want to take, like, yeah, one-on-one time can look different, right? Because like, mm-hmm. I found myself having to run to the grocery store and being like, hey, yeah, my eight-year-old, come with me to the grocery store. And then we pick out a treat and it's fun. Like, yeah, 
it one-on-one time can look different exactly across the board. And I think you did do a good job with that this year. Thank you. You talked often about how you and your oldest son would geek out over music in the car together. The things they say when their siblings aren't around. Oh they boy. Have so many like insightful totally. Comments. And just hilarious thoughts. Totally. And I love, I'm here for it. I they love are it special. So they are special kids. Yeah. The vast majority of our listeners overwhelmingly wish they would have stressed less. That was mentioned over and over again. I don't even know what to tell you because I'm in the same boat and it's not like I wake up every morning and go, oh my gosh, I just can't wait to be stressed today. Like it just is, it just happens and it just yeah. builds throughout the day. Like, well, we've talked about this a lot. Maybe it's less about getting rid of to do's, right? Because sometimes we think, oh, for stress, we just have too much going on. It's not we that. To, it's not. No. And that maybe it has more to do with our perspective, mm-hmm. right? It's Is it even an A for effort episode if I don't say times and seasons? Mm-hmm. Like if one of us doesn't say times and seasons, stress is just kind of there. It's going to happen. And I think that a certain amount of it, a certain amount is actually healthy. I think mm-hmm. it shows that we are developing and thinking critically as, as adults. Mm-hmm. I think if you are not stressed to some extent, like you must be watching too much TV or like must be sitting around. Do you think much. people should be stressed? Like a healthy a, dose. A healthy of dose. Stress. But think about like my daily stressors. Okay. Is my four-year-old, my four-year-old is throwing a lot of tantrums. What do I need to do for him? Does he need mm. more love? Does he need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Does he need, okay, now my husband, I haven't seen my husband all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going on in his work? How's he doing? Oh, I better check the stock market. Oh, my six-year-old has soccer tonight. Like it's not stress that I can, it's just the stress of being a conscious, mm. attentive adult. Did I pack a good lunch for my kids today? Are they hungry? Are their sheets clean? Are my sheets clean? Like <laughs> there's just, there's just, right? That's it. Yeah, this is like five minutes in my brain But right that's now. what I mean. A, a brain for a mom, a, yeah. it's like a ping pong ball in there. It's like a foosball table. Maybe this is why Plinko was my favorite game on Price is Right growing <laughs> up because I related to the like like it's looking good it's looking good oh zero zero you're on the negative so anyways that's what i mean i think that people are feeling stressed probably because they're doing a good job because they are being attentive and they're learning now that doesn't mean that i love it like there's many days where i go to bed and i'm like oh my that was the worst day. But I don't know. Does that mean that you're doing it right to some extent? Hmm. That's I a good know. question. I don't Think know. about that. I want you to let that marinate this week. Okay, guys? <laughs> if you're stressed, you're doing something yeah. right. Yeah. Is, is that a good idea? If not, don't tell me. Just <laughs> tell Megan. <laughs> I'll validate you. Oh, yeah. Another listener wished they would have pushed harder at their workout goals. Mm-hmm. Amanda, what are your feelings on that? Well, I mean, I can relate, but also before you start to feel bad for yourself, I want you just to consider a few things. Mm. So I tend to find myself lingering on um, health and workout information. So here are just some statistics that I've just that I've discovered uh, over the past few months that I think are interesting. So the CDC recommends that adults should spend at least 150 minutes per week doing cardio. I'm going to say cardio okay. at like a moderate intensity, so like zone two or three of heart rate. And then they spend at least two days a week doing strength. That's not that much. That's a, it's yeah. It's like a half hour, but then two days of strength training. Okay. So that's, that's what the CDC recommends, right? Yeah. Okay. Two thirds of Americans are not doing that. 
Well, no, because you just stressed them out even more. They were already stressed. You will feel less stressed if you're doing 150 <laughs> minutes per week, guys. But 28% of Americans actually work out 30 minutes a day. But those are all people who live in cities. Mm-hmm. If you live in a rural area, the statistics are much lower. Only 16% of people in rural areas get 30 minutes of exercise a day or 150 minutes a week. I wonder why. My initial thought was, if they're in rural areas, there's a good chance that they are doing some sort of uh, heavy labor mm. for their job. Mm. And if I was like a farmer and lifting bales of hay every day, I would not run casually. I'd be mm. like, oh, I've already got my workout in for the day. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if there is this mentality of like, I looked, I worked really hard physically today doing whatever for my job. I'm not going to go to the gym now and spend another hour there. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. That's speculation. But everything I just told you, the 28% of people who actually work out, that number is actually from 2020. And in 2020, America had a huge boost right. in people working out. In 2023, only 17% of Americans worked out 30 minutes a day or did two days of strength training. 17%. Mm. So, okay, let me keep going. I've got more. <laughs> I forgot. You know, I love statistics. Okay, so then researchers found out that in 2023, uh, adults only do about 17 minutes of fitness. Per day, that could be. What does that? Yeah, that what does that mean? Seventeen walking, minutes of fitness, running, uh-huh. lifting weights, anything that gets you up and off of your bum. Seventeen minutes. That's the average amount of time Americans work. That's out. such a random number. Like if you're doing anything, seventeen I minutes. Know. I don't know. Hey, this is science. You can't like. What, I don't Why know. Why can't we have nice round numbers? Twenty minutes. Yeah. Exercise classes are like because they're not working minutes. out for twenty minutes. They're working out for seventeen. Well, they get seventeen minutes into it. And be like, I'm done. Yep. That's what it sounds like to me. So, okay. Now, I bring all this up because this person says they wish they would have pushed harder at their workouts. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're already working out Mm. when the majority of Americans are not. Mm -hmm. So I think they should go a little easy on themselves because at least you're working out. You're in this, you are in the 17% of Americans. Yeah, for sure. So the majority of Americans are not doing what you're doing. And that already is something to be excited about. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know me, love a little trivia. Can you name for me <laughs> the top three healthiest states in the United States? Oh, geez. Oh, Colorado. Okay. So it's got to be up there somewhere. And are you going to tell me one by one if it's on the list or are you yeah. going to make me name like no, I can three tell states? You. Is Colorado on the list? Um, Colorado is number four. Number four. That's a pretty good guess, though. I would never have guessed that. Well, no, no, I would have actually now I think about it. Yeah. How's Colorado number four? I'm going to tell you number one because you're not going to guess it. And I also would never have guessed. What do you mean I'm not going to guess it? Okay, try. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's. Mm -hmm. Don't say Mississippi. You'd be wrong. (laughs) I know. I know. What is it? Uh, Let's go with Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. One of those. Oh, wow. Nay, nay, nay. Ah. Hawaii. I know. What? I know. I also was like, oh, it's not It's not going to huh. be Hawaii. But Hawaii ranked fairly big because of surfing mm. and all of the produce that they eat. The uh, produce and the yeah. fish. They have the lowest rate of uh, obesity and mortality. Which, and that's this, when I went through all these different, all these different, uh, what yeah. am I saying? Articles. Mm-hmm. It's based off of obesity and mortality rates, what people are dying of. They also yeah, yeah, have the yeah. lowest rate of cancer 
which is really interesting. Because all that vitamin D. Yeah, oh. yeah. So Hawaii, that's number huh. one. Okay, okay. what's num- two? Number two is Massachusetts. The, which, yeah, yes, I would have put that, that somewhere sense. in the top 10 for sure. That makes sense. We would have guessed that. Number three, where you live, Utah. Hmm. Number three is Utah, which makes sense. Yeah. But also kind of surprised me because Utahns are notoriously addicted to sugar. Yeah. So... I didn't think we'd be number three, but on a few lists, we come across as number three. In fact, just huh. this week, I heard that we were number one on the radio, and I was like, no, no way. So I did a little more research, but we're number three, it looks like. Huh. So anyways, really interesting. And wherever this person is living, just remember, like you are, you are already in the minority mm-hmm. of Americans working out. So just keep doing what you're doing, and there's a good chance that you'll start to reach your goals, yeah. and you'll be please, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Another listener uh, along the same lines says they wish they would have eaten healthier. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want me to get back on the soapbox? Okay. Here I go. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I think you should also give yourself some grace unless you're eating everything out of a package and you're not drinking water or having any protein, you're probably doing just fine. Hmm. It's not this is we don't live in a country that makes it super easy to eat healthy, but it's possible. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. You can do it. It just takes some some attentiveness and it takes some intentionality. That was redundant. But um <laughs> just read the So you have to think about it. Yep. Just a little yep. bit. Read the ingredients in the back of the package. Read that book, Outlive. You read that this year. Would that be a good one to read for this? Do they talk about yeah. food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Outlive had some unique thoughts. It, so okay. it explores it's a book written by Peter mm. Atia. Is mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it explores the science of aging and gives a lot of advice mm. on nutrition, mm-hmm. exercise, sleep, stress management mm. to try to help people optimize like their lifespan. Yeah. I I say don't read it like a Bible or like the sure. be all end all. Sure. Take what resonates with you and leave the rest. There sure. were some interesting thoughts in there. Did it make me increase my protein intake significantly? Yeah. Yeah, it Interesting. did. But beyond that, there wasn't a lot for me personally that okay. I thought was life changing. Okay. But, but you it were, was interesting. But you already have kind of honed over the years your version of health. Mm. And so I wonder if that's why you don't take it. Like if you were really struggling to to find health, yeah. I wonder if you would read this book and find it to be a Bible because you're like, whoa, yeah. I got to change all that. But you, you're pretty good at finding your balance. Oh, you're very kind. And it sounds like this person is is finding yeah. theirs, is on the right track. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting book to add to your yeah. It was really popular in 2023. I Mm. feel like multiple Mm -hmm. people were talking about Outlive, Mm -hmm. this book. They Mm -hmm. sold it. Once it gets on the shelves at Costco, everyone talks about it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was there. So anyways, you're doing good things. Keep going. Keep on keeping on. Okay. Now, the last topic we want to cover is what are you looking forward to in 2024? Amanda, what are you looking forward to in 2024? Okay, let me get introspective here. Okay, let me go deep down, deep down. What am I looking forward to? Okay, I am looking forward to taking my kids on a vacation. Now, when you say vacation, are there certain parameters, certain expectations for what a Mm -hmm. vacation looks like with your kids? For many years? Well, okay, let me say this. When we bought, you know how when you buy a house, 
you tend to kind of like scale back on spending for a while because you're freaked out about how much money you just spent. <laughs> We've lived here for four years and we haven't really taken any vacations as a family. Mm. We've been pretty uh, not t- – I I have felt tied down. Mm-hmm. We have – like my husband's like, we're fine, but I have felt tied down. So this is the first year that I have told myself and my kids and my husband – we are going to go some places. We are going to be somewhere every single break. Um, we would like to do some big travels this summer. So I'm really looking forward to that. We both just signed up for our first full marathon. For a minute, when you said we both, I thought you were still talking about you and your husband. Mm. And I, for a split mm. second, went, <laughs> I know. No. What? <laughs> Close your mouth. Not my yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I. Yes, we did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I am terrified. But also, it's kind of like the bike trip all over again. I am curious to get it done and see how I do. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could say I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to having it done. I'm looking forward to the lead up to the experience. Yeah. I am actually really excited about the training aspect of it. Hear me out. Last summer and spring, we started hitting training really hard, right? Weightlifting and doing different kinds of runs. And it was cool to see putting them all together, how much that improved our running. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm kind of at that same point where I'm excited to see like, oh, if we run more miles and we Mm -hmm. keep building on the strength, like Mm -hmm. I'm just excited. I think it's really fun. It was also unexpected. Our race times got really fast, well, faster once we started training really intensely on our bikes. Mm -hmm. And we also started weightlifting a lot this summer and that helped our times too. So yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting now that we have the knowledge of how to really cross train in a really intense way. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how the training for the full marathon goes, but boy, I am... Are you nervous? Um, Oh, I'm way nervous. (laughs) I am way nervous. That's fair. So anyways, I guess that's what I would say I'm looking forward to for this year. What are you looking forward to for this year? Well, same. I'm looking forward to the marathon. I'm looking forward to seeing if we'll run another one after that. Curious. Yes. Yeah. I think you will also travel this year. Yeah. Your husband has a travel bug right now. He really does. He really does. Yeah. I'm looking forward to trips. Trips Mm -hmm. are kind of what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's not healthy. I don't know. But if I have something to look forward to, Mm -hmm. then that kind of breathes life into me, right? Totally. I have a trip to Arizona with some friends I'm looking forward to, right? So already I'm like, oh, I can do these next four weeks, three weeks, Mm -hmm. because I have that to look forward to. Mm -hmm. As long as I have something to kind of move me along, we've got to figure out our summer stuff soon. So that way I have something else to look forward to after my February trip. Yeah, totally. Just having trips keeps me going. I'm looking forward to this year with my oldest. Mm. He is so fun. He's Mm. almost 12. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like a switch has flipped and he now feels more like an adult than a kid to mm. me. He gets all of our jokes or like can hang with us. Mm. It's just getting to be so fun. And mm. I've been looking forward to this phase of parenting and this age for so long. Yeah. 12 years. Yeah. For 12 years. Yeah. That I am loving every minute mm. of it. Well, now you know why everyone says the teenage years are the most fun years. So, so right I'm there. looking forward to seeing him grow this next year. Cool. As I, all my kids, I would like for them to all to grow and, you know, cool. wipe their butts and all the things. But Well, speaking of wiping their butts. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one listener is looking forward to wiping less butts. Amen, uh, sister. Presumably they're going to be doing some potty training this year, which we're in the same boat. 
you solidarity. Are, that's right. My daughter could probably do it right now. She really could. Yeah, she could. I had more success waiting until three mm-hmm. with most of my kids. Yeah. So she'll turn three in May. We are doing some traveling this summer. So I'm going to start potty training her probably April and May. Oh, really so close to her birthday, traveling. really yeah. close so that we can hopefully go travel with no diapers. Ooh, Ooh wouldn't that be cool? It could go either way. Yeah. It could be really successful or it could be really bad. We did the same thing ah. right before we went to Disney World. I remember. My youngest decided it was a good time to potty train. And I thought, though, this could be really good or it could be really bad. And it was really, really good for all of it, except for one night when I had to throw her underwear away in the trash. Yeah. Well, like a Disney World trash can. <laughs> They've seen worse at Disney World, trust Probably. me. Probably. And it was the last like 30 minutes of that we were in the park. So it could have totally. been worse. And that was the totally. only issue. We're all in this together. You've got it. I'm Zach Efron. You're Vanessa Hudgens. We're all in this together. All right. Another listener is looking forward to watching their kids really be tried and grow mm. like like go through hard things right like oh i thought I this i thought it meant means. that this this parent was gonna put them on trial put some, like put what? some burdens upon them and be like oh, oh i can't wait to watch you like grow from this i'm really gonna put you no. through the ringer that's what that's my type of parenting <laughs> go plow that field and then come back and talk to me okay tell me how it goes yeah yeah but that's true i mean your kids get to a certain age where they start to you're out of the child bearing years and you get into their raising years. Mm. Yeah. It's a different kind of hard. But it's a different kind of parenting. It's yeah. It's like a totally different animal. If you can figure out how to get your kids to turn in their homework, let me know. If you can if you can figure out how to get your kids to stop crying, <laughs> let me know. You can get your kids to figure out how to not be dumb. Let not me know. <laughs> how to pull it together. Up on each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How to love each other. If yeah. you can teach your kids how to freaking love each other, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> get back to me on that. Oh, uh, good luck. Good yeah, luck. Let's yeah. That sounds great. One listener says they're looking forward to their missionary coming home. This is so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I say, how many missionary homecomings have you experienced where you're like at the airport receiving the missionary? One. With your brother? Ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with my brother. And while he was gone, I got married and got pregnant. So oh, that's that hilarious. Order. So yeah, that was a really, really sweet homecoming. But that's it. You've been, I'm assuming, a part of many. Not many, but no? I have three brothers, so oh, at least okay. three, only three brothers that I know of, four, maybe with some friends. Oh, wait, I only have three brothers. <laughs> Mom, do I have more brothers? <laughs> um, yeah, so for those of you who aren't familiar with um, a missionary in our church, when a teenager, a young adult, I guess, turns 18, mm-hmm. they have the option or the opportunity to go um, live in another state or in another country, the church will just assign them wherever they feel they are needed to go be a missionary in that place for two years. Or a year and a half if you're a girl. Or a year and a half, yeah. Um, It is a really, really unique opportunity for young adults to grow. And it is really hard sending the kid away, not setting away. They're not, they choose to go. It's really hard right. watching them go, but it's 
so awesome to watch. The, speaking of being tried and grow, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I have never, they come back different people and I yeah. think that's what makes it worth it. And in a I, good way. In a great way. And yeah. I think that's why when they come home, I am always so emotional. Like mm-hmm. it's having a missionary come home and even, so we live here in Salt Lake City. Right. And often if someone from Salt Lake City is at the airport on like a Wednesday or a weekend, yeah, you will almost always see people with signs welcoming home a missionary. And often I even get teary then Mm -hmm. looking at them because it's such a tender, tender thing. It's very cool. Yeah. No, it is neat. Well, and the kids can't come home to visit. So they are gone for a year and a half or for two years, mm-hmm. essentially without seeing their family. And it's it's good. I think yeah. that people might hear that and go, they can't come home. Like it's really good. It's really, it's really a tender experience. I'm excited for my boys to and my daughters even. No, I'm excited to go for and this, do it. This listener. That is very, really very cool. neat. Really cool. Okay. Another listener says they are excited for retirement. I cannot oh. even wrap my head around that right now. Whoa. Okay, let me let me educate you in the t- in the season of retirement, okay? So my parents retired last year. Yeah. My mom listens to this. My dad doesn't, but whatever. <laughs> um, I thought that I was going to like see my parents all the time and just life was gonna be giggles and chuckles all day long with yeah. my parents now in retirement. Yeah, how'd that work out? Lots for you? of cold beverages, uh-huh. lots of pool parties, whatever. Baking cookies with grandma. Totes, except protein cookies, because you know me. <laughs> um, they're not around, yo. Listen, <laughs> once you retire, you enter a whole new season of no responsibilities. So before you know it, you find yourself in Iceland. Then you're like, oh my gosh, let's just bebop down to Korea. Then they go down to Korea. They're like, oh, well, might as well go on a- Israel. Yeah, let's go to Israel. That was in there somewhere. Let's go to a casual a casual vacation to Israel. Once you retire, you realize that the world is bigger than an oyster. It is a giant clam. And you're like, I can go anywhere I want, whenever I want to. So see ya. That's why people sell their home and buy RVs, Megan, because they're like, I don't have any obligations. I'm done. Your parents are a whole nother level of retirement. No, it's not my parents. It is incredible. I have yet to meet a retired couple who can hold still, frankly. It's like all of a sudden they're toddlers again. It's like, can you hold still for a second, (laughs) y'all? It's crazy. I will let you know. I'll let you know because my parents are retiring Mm -hmm. this coming summer. Oh, boy. I will be be very interested to see how that goes. But you know what? They have plans. At least my dad has plans for what he's doing post-retirement. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, yes. Still you know, keep side plugged jobs. In. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side so, jobs. He's going to become a handyman. <laughs> he's going to mow lawns. Well, he wants to work at a golf course. So, oh, I that's mean, actually sweet. That, right? That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. And he has other side jobs too. But yeah. still, I don't know that they are going to be quite the world travelers that your parents have been. Truthfully, I have known many couples who have retired really? and I have never met a couple that travels as much as your parents. So you're telling me it's an anomaly and I should not be so bitter? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I should calm down. It depends on how good the souvenirs are that they bring back for you. Not good enough, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta step up the souvenir game. Jokes, jokes. No, I am very impressed at how your parents have utilized their time in retirement. It is incredible. Well, and here's the other side of it too. Retirement 
is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think it could go both ways. We all know people who have retired and they yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. And then they do kind of slip into this like mental and physical slump. Yeah. It's never and good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't think that people should retire without having a plan. Your parents have a plan. They know what they know what they're going to do. Right. They're going to be just fine. Right. You are going to see them more than you have. Historically. I don't know. I don't know. So, I I have low expectations. Mm. I would be thrilled if I saw them more. Mm-hmm. I would not complain at all. But I don't know. I think they're they are still going to be busy, mm-hmm. but not with traveling. Not the way you know. Your mom listens to this podcast. Like she's gonna start showing up all the time, I, and you, we welcome yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be mad. I about would welcome that. Mother Woods to be here. Okay, this next listener says um, they look forward to moving and starting a new chapter of life. We can relate. Yeah, that just feels like a fresh page. Have you ever had a move that you like regretted or didn't enjoy? Yeah. Really? One year we were in Cincinnati. Really? It just wasn't magical. It's hard Mm. to establish yourself or like set up a life or a social network when you're just living somewhere. We were only there for 11 months. Temporarily. Yeah. It's tricky. And Cincinnati is nice, but it's not... It's not Boston. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's you, not, yeah, like yeah. it's just not magical. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was really grateful to move. To move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. coming to Salt Lake City was like starting a new chapter of mm-hmm. life where we knew mm-hmm. very, I knew very few people. Mm-hmm. It was just a really fun new beginning. Totally. But what about you? Have you ever lived anywhere that you're like, oh. No. Really? I have enjoyed every single move in every single place mm-hmm. we've lived. So I think that's why when I hear people are moving, I understand that like there's some sadness behind it. Yeah. But it is a it is such an adventure. Yeah. It's like there's gonna be really cool things to be had. And I think that you can make any place uh you can love any place if you like just put some effort into it. For so for sure. And if I wonder if this listener um is like uh what's it called? Like starting to get settled. If this is not, if they wrote this, it makes me think that this is not a temporary move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like they're moving somewhere to like start the next chunk of time. Yeah, their next is, chapter, which is very exciting. Oh, good. I actually would like to know you. where they're moving. We yeah. should find out. Okay. And uh, the last one we'll cover that someone is a listener is looking forward to is a two week vacation with their spouse, kid free. Holy smokes! Speaking from experience. We are also very excited for you. Have fun. It'll be magical. I have so much advice, but also none. Just, <laughs> just enjoy yourselves. Just, uh, it's okay if you cry at the airport. Amanda did. It's oh, fine. Did I? I'm sure I did. If I you always cry do. getting in the car. If I you do. Cry. I always, I, when I'm driving away, that's my like, oh. that's when I'm going to cry. Okay. But as soon as I get far enough away, yeah. then it's fine. Oh, it's for me, it's saying goodbye to my kids. Aww. It's saying goodbye because I always just feel so guilty. But then like once I'm on the plane, I'm like, well, there's no turning back. Might as well have Aww. fun now. I'm so stressed just trying to get out the door that mm. it's like, okay, I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like, see you later. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's when yeah, when I sit in the car and I can't stress about anything else mm-hmm. because there's no other option. That's yeah. when it's like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. A two-week vacation. That's going to be just dreamy. Have the time of your life. Yes. Make sure you have ample swimming suits. Well, assuming you're going somewhere warm. Have fun. Or ample parkas. Parkas. <laughs> I heard parking passes. And I was like, parking passes? <laughs> well, you might need those too. Where are you going? Okay. So lastly, we need to wrap this up. Long episode for our first one of the year. We asked people 
uh, in one word, what kind of parent would you like to be this year? And there were multiple listeners who mentioned being present, which, yes, we encourage that. Yeah, like I, I that one kind of made me giggle a little bit. Mm. Like we have a choice. Like, can I not be present? Can I? <laughs> we should be mentally, gone. We should clarify mentally <laughs> present. I would like to be mentally. present. I know. I know that's what yes. everyone meant, but it did make me giggle for a yes. minute. Like, well. Yes. Here we are. Very good. Yeah. No, that's good. Do you, how do you feel about that, about being yeah. present? Is I love that... it. I love it. I think a lot of it starts with putting down your phone. So that's going to be my number one, like, <laughs> unsolicited advice that no one asked for is put your phone down. I I try really hard not to be on my phone in front of my kids. And I am, you are so good I'm pretty that. good at it. And I don't even get on my computer until my kids go to bed. So uh, as someone who tries to be very attentive um, I support this. Attentive. Oh, whoa. I played right into it. I wasn't even paying attention. Another frequently submitted word was attentive. There you go. Look at you. You're already present and attentive. I can't wait to mm. hear what your word is going to be. I didn't say I was. I just said that people are, <laughs> can be present and attentive. <laughs> you are for the right. Oh, I try. I try. All right. Uh, energized mm. was the word of choice for one parent, mm-hmm. which I thought was unique. Energized. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Hmm. Hmm. Zip fizz and dance parties. I don't know. Eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You have to work on that. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's a very good word though. I like that word a lot. Yeah. That is good. Patience. Patience was also mentioned so many times. So I love that someone brought this up because one of my good friends, Janny, oh, we, oh, Janny, who we interviewed for the twins episode. Yeah. Um, I will never forget one day she was like, you know, I've been praying recently that the Lord would just give me the patience instead of giving me lessons in patience. And I just giggled and giggled because sometimes aren't you just like, yeah, like just give me, the, I, I don't have time to learn it. Just give it to me. Just give it to me now. Like I need patience now. Yes. Yes. Very yeah. good. Yeah. No advice on that one. Yep. Sorry. And my personal favorite submission from one parent technically was cheating because it's more than one word, but they said bandit and chili from Bluey. Okay. So that's actually energized in my opinion. Mm. That's the same thing. I always watch that episode and I'm full, like any episodes actually, that show, and I'm, I'm full of jealousy because I'm like, what, what, is it because you're dogs? Like, why are you <laughs> able to like play dog. games like that all day long? <laughs> no, I, I don't know that I call it energized, but clever. They're mm. just so clever at mm. seeing opportunities to either play or to teach. I love yeah. how clever they are. Yeah. Except, you know, that one episode where Bluey takes the yoga ball that his dad was working on, her dad was working on. Yeah. See, that actually was, I was like, I don't actually like this episode. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like uh, Bandit needs to look at Bluey and be like, hey, Stop that's it. not nice. Cut it out. Knock it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyways. Uh, yeah. That and also like, I also look at the mom multiple times like, just tell your husband, knock it off. Totally. Knock it off. That Unicorse yeah. episode. Yes. That never would have flown. After no, about I know. two minutes and be like, you're done. Totally. Stop it. Fine. I would close the book and say, you put him to bed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's what I mean. Don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't put Bandit and Chili up on a pedestal, guys. They're, they're, they're not who you think they are. Stop. <laughs> you only get five minutes snippets of their day. <laughs> you don't see them at 5 p.m. You see them like 10 a.m. You see their okay? Instagram selves. <laughs> <laughs> oh no anyways all right well do you have your word before we wrap it up no i don't have a word you what is my word? word one one word what kind of parent our listeners want to be i would like to oh i would like to be 
I'm stuck. I have two words. That's fine. I'll allow it. Will you? You're the host, so go ahead. So generous of you. Actually, that's one of my words is generous. I would like to be a generous parent, but I go back and forth between that and compassionate. Because I do sometimes look at my kids in different situations and like, buck up. Come on. Mm. Get through it. You're fine. Mm. Get over it sort of mentality. Uh I don't say Mm -hmm. that. but Right, right. But that is sometimes my approach, mostly because I'm in such a hurry or we've got other things going on. So I would like to be a little more compassionate Mm. or a little more generous, generous with my time and Mm. just with... Which is funny timing because Brooke Romney actually just posted, I think today, that her word of the year, her phrase of the year is to be generous. Oh, oh, I saw that. That's and it, it was yeah. very insightful. I liked it, but yeah. I, I thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't post about it. No, I. my two words are either generous or compassionate. I like that. I think those are really good. Okay, what are really, really what's, good. what's your word? And you can have two if you want. I've been thinking about it all day, and my word is controlling. No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> my word is con- I support it. <laughs> my word is controlled, controlled. Ah. And I mean, I thought of it as uh, not con- like I'm not going to be in control, but controlled. Like I control myself. Hmm. I tend to get wound up quickly, like when someone hurts themselves, and I'm in the middle of making dinner. I will be like, "Hey." <laughs> knock it off. Yeah. I would like to be able to control myself better and be like, okay, take a second to like check on that kid. I find myself sometimes not being able to control myself. Not in a not in like a yeah a manic way. Right, right. But like sometimes I go to bed, I'm like, oh, I missed an opportunity to like do that better. Mm. So like I'm, things escalate like yeah, or I'll get caught up in like, you know, the music will be too loud in the car and then the kids are talking and I'm not paying close attention also and I'll be like, okay, well, just we're just going to be quiet. Oh, Whereas yeah, I yeah, could yeah. just turn down the music hmm. and then say to everyone, okay, tell me one at a time. That's, yeah. that's what I, so, yeah, yeah. and I'm not, I can do it sometimes, but I wish I could do it better. So I'm going to, so that's why I'm going to work on being controlled. 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 I like that. That's a great yeah. word. And if controlling happens, then it happens. It's Bonus. side effect. <laughs> All right. Now, it is time to put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and we appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.